The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T dot com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. Free to enter in $20,000 in Edge Boost deposit, bonus, deposit bonuses up for grabs. Enter today at sportsgillingpodcast.com slash NFL Playoff. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. Gentlemen, how the hell are things? What say? How the hell are you doing tonight? I was going to say, how the hell are things going tonight? How the hell are you doing tonight? You mixed up the order. You mixed up. You don't even know what you're saying. Uh, I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, it's been a been a long day in the hockey world, especially in Philadelphia. A long uh, twenty past twenty four hours here. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna try to uh, put that all uh, to the side here. You know, talk talk some hockey, have some fun like we normally do here. So uh, I'm I'm excited to get into you, in, into it with you guys, uh, especially with talent back. Now I always love having talent back when I don't have to run everything. For sure. Uh, I am hungry. I was going to make some food when I woke up, but I didn't. Decided to drink on an empty stomach, so uh, that's always a good idea, right? But yeah, I, I'm hungry, but um, doing well, doing well. You know, tired as usual. Uh, only only a few more days till we get some uh, proper sleep schedule again. But uh, yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, how about you, Tal? How are you going? I'm I'm going... I'm going fast, baby. No, I'm doing all right. I'm really tired. Boy, fucking Christ. I'm doing okay. Uh, it's been a busy... I've worked the past four days. It's fucking sucked. 12-hour shifts on nights and then back in tomorrow morning. Switching my... You know, it was a big switch. So, anyways, that, that that's a shit show. But overall, I'm doing okay, man. I've been I've been winning on some tennis. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm just kind of following my boy, Julie, in the Discord, and that helps. And then kind of betting the odds, too, if I see, like, a favorite that's, like, losing and you can find them at, like, minus 150 or something like that, even though they're down a couple sets or points or matches or whatever the hell it is in tennis. So, doing well on that. One thing I want to talk about here... Kind of old news at this point, but uh, I wanted to address uh, amateur Nicholas Dunlop winning the American Express Golf Tournament uh, last My year. Yeah, some stupid like that's an amateur for Christ's sakes. That's absolutely unreal. But he's at University of Alabama, or I think he's at Alabama or something like that. He comes up with a big win. You know what sucks? Winner of that gets $1.5 million of that tournament. Because he's an NCAA collegiate athlete, he gets zero of that money. The first place prize pick goes to drop out. Drop drop out immediately. Drop out. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He still doesn't get the money. How fucked up is that? That's absolutely ridiculous, bro. Hopefully he gets some sort of sponsorship or something, or like this isn't just a one time thing. That that I mean, yeah, because that's cool to win, but that 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 sucks. What's happening is he can go pro now. 
So he can literally just drop out of school and join the PGA Tour. He gets, uh, because he won, he gets to go to all these elevated events that they have going on for the rest of the season and stuff like that. Um, this kid's absolutely electric, though. He's going to be a stud in the golf world, man. So, But that's just so, like, you win $1.5 million and you get none of it. And I think Bazudenhaus came second, so he gets the first Bazudenhaus. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the, uh, the, the grand prize of worst pronunciations. So. How do you pronounce it? Bazudenhaus? Bazudenhaus. Oh, like I'm so far off. Uh, Dutch. <laughs> Who cares about the Dutch? Yeah, exactly. South, South African Africa. Dutch. Yeah, even South worse. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just had to say that's crazy. Um, all right, let's get rocking and rolling here. Um, everybody, go check out uh, SGPN website. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles that he's bumping out, dude. Uh, those are going weekly. How are those going, Gilbert? They going good? I think they're going good. I forgot who I, who I called out for this week, but I'm pretty sure they already scored a goal. I've, I've been hitting on those pretty uh, pretty regularly. So make sure you uh, check those out. Hell yeah. He's man. been hitting it on him so regularly he doesn't even know uh, who, who he has. Yeah. He just knows it's just an hit. automatic hit. Well, <laughs> all I remember, all I remember is that earlier this season, I highly recommended both Owen Tippett and Joel Farabee. And those are Joel Farabee's one of the best five on five scorers this season. So that's all I have to say. Right on, man. Uh do that. Check out the other show. Shout out to our boy Jeff Fox. I'm a big gambling podcast. Everybody's killing it. Uh and of course. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. The Discord's been my happy place. It's been a long, you know, four days of work and shit like that. So it's always nice to kind of pump into the Discord and just see what's going on and things are moving and shaking. And I'll tell you what, there is no better place to be after hours than the Hockey Gambling Podcast Discord channel. It's absolutely electric. Our boy, uh, Jolie's kind of leading the charge, leading the brigade there as he does. Uh, and it's a blast, man. So if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Um, if you want to get in there, reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Uh, social media assistant producer will he'll, he'll get you going. He'll do all the things that you know you need to do to help get you on the right track. Uh, or what you can do is uh, get ready to shave. And if you're shaving, you can join the shaving club. Because Jolie's shaving tonight, he said, baby. And then you guys can help shave Big each night. other. You can put the cream on each other's faces and, you know, rub it in a little bit and get the razors and going. And while you're shaving him and he's looking all majestic up, you can be like, hey, how do you get to the Discord? And he'll be like, when I'm done, I'll tell you, baby. And then once you finish shaving him up, he'll tell you how to get into the Discord. Yeah, make sure you get in the Discord there. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube if you're not already. Uh, YouTube.com slash podcast. Just search for us there. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out everyone in the chat when we go live here. So, uh, yeah, also follow us on uh, Twitter at HockeySGPN and then subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating and review, and I'll read it here uh, at the end of the show. All right, we're going to go through our lock dogs and totals from our previous show. We're all together. Uh, the games are pertaining to January the 20th. Jolie killed it. He went 3-0, and up 3.79 units. Uh, myself, I went 2-1, and up 1.18 units. And Ryan went 1-2, and down 0.71 units. Mr. Meyer, fire us off here, buddy. Good day for the kid. Uh, yeah. Uh, what did I have? I had the... Lightning in money line, minus 120. I missed most of this game because I was sleeping in. Um, saw the third period, though. Lightning were pretty outplayed. They also lost uh, Eric Chernek, I think, in the first period. And But, yeah, it came through. I don't, I don't really remember. Uh, Stars regulation, plus 125. Uh, also, Stars Devils over six and a half. Uh, also, don't remember. Fuck it. They won. Who cares? <laughs> Let's go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for myself, my lock was the Oilers minus 155 at Calgary. They won that one 3 1. Uh, my dog was the Flyers plus 105 
against the Avalanche. That was just a Nathan McKinnon show there. He put up uh, two goals, at least at least an assist or two there. A 7-4 loss there with the Flyers pulling the goalie. And then my total was the opposite of Joel's. Uh, the Stars, Devils under 6.5. I do remember what happened because this was a, a lower-scoring game. one nothing through the first period, 4-0 mm-hmm. um, through 2. And then it ended up being 6-2 final with the Devils scoring too late to uh, screw my under. But uh, hit my lock. That's uh, what I what I can be happy about there. Right on. For myself, for my lock, I had Winnipeg Moneyline versus Ottawa at minus 142. Jets won this game 2-1. to one. I think it was an overtime, actually. It was a quick game. I think my boy Nick Ehlers got the job done there. It was a sick goal, if I recall. Uh, for my dog, I had the New York Rangers plus 165 in regulation versus the LA Kings. This game was shit. This was terrible. Big save. Dave Riddick came in and beat the hell out of uh, beat the hell out of the Rangers here. So they're turning Jonathan Quick to LA. So that was kind of cool. But anyways, LA won uh, two to one in this game. Kind of a boring game. The Kings. And the Rangers, both teams, it's like, what the hell are we doing lately, man? Maybe we'll get into that a bit later. But uh, anyways, and then my total, Toronto Canucks, Leafs Canucks, over 6.5, minus 130. Fuck, it was like 3-3 halfway through the second or something. So that was a pretty easy over. Uh, lots of goals in that game. That's one where uh, Niels Hoglander and William Nylander both had two. We had a Swedish Hattie watch going on in the Discord. Unfortunately, they never came to fruition. Um, I I feel like I kind of owe it a little bit to to do address the uh, Carter Hart situation that has unfolded over the past day or so. You know, we like to have fun here. We like to have jokes. We like to you know have have a good time, and we'll do that after this. I'll go through my statement. We'll re- read ads, and then we'll we'll get into the game. So feel free to skip ahead. But it's just it just feels absolutely disgusting to to ha- to root for a team, to root for a player that is accused of what he's doing and what looks like. You know, you don't want to speculate or anything, but. You can, you can put the pieces together and see what happened, and it's it's inexcusable. It's it's just it's awful. It's you know the Flyers have to move forward without them. They're, we're still going to talk about the Flyers. We're still going to talk about hockey. You know, it's still going to be they're still in the playoff race, so they're still going to be team member for here. But it, but it is hard to root for a team that you know has has uh, has had that player, and you, you don't know what what they what, what they knew at that time yes of course he is innocent <laughs> until proven guilty and at least down here i don't know how it works in canada canada could be have some barbaric laws but um yeah it's it's uh it's it's disgusting and and uh you know just my heart goes out to the victims and survivors out there everywhere so uh that's my uh that's my that's my speech on that and uh, hopefully uh sam Harrison can take over the net here he's been uh he's been, been a good good net minder so far so hopefully he, he keeps that keeps that going moving down the calder odds Yes, uh, uh, that's, yeah, it, uh, that's my take from this. This is a chance to jump on Harrison for Calder. <laughs> he, he, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, his odds. Yes, it's disgusting if true, as Mud says in the chat. It's it's the thought the thought of it being a possibility is disgusting. But yeah, it, I mean, immediately his Calder odds got bet down, which was, and then they went right back up after he you know didn't play too well against, against you fucking game. animals. How dare you capitalize on a situation like this? Capitalism, capitalism makes the world go around. <laughs> Speaking of capitalism, uh, make sure you check out Underdog <laughs> Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Oh, no, stick around for this one. We got uh, we got a, our own uh, promo code now for Underdog Fantasy HGP. So if you sign up with that one, it'll go a long way to supporting the boys here. We're in a contest against the other shows along with the merch store for Underdog Fantasy. So uh, they have a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 times your entry with some spicy plays. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, 
underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, underdog will double your first deposit. Oh, up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code HGP. HGP is the promo code there for the uh, Hockey Game Podcast here. You can use SGPN if, if you hate us for some reason. But if you like us, you want to support us, use, uh, <laughs> use H- HGP there. Hell yeah, man. Um, all right, boys, we got a nine game slate set here for what's the date? Thursday, January 25th. Are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Joel, you want to take this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joel Myers sounds pretty lame over there. All right. Uh, moving on to the first game on the docket here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Kanata Senators. Game itself is in a city that's beside the worst city in the entire world. Uh, Bruins on the money line sitting at minus 142. Kanata on the money line at plus 120. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Uh, Overpaid off minus 105. The under minus 115. I don't know what that uh, was, but whatever. It's there. Um. All right, so yeah, Bruins here on the first night of a back-to-back, or second night of a back-to-back, sorry. They're currently playing uh, the Carolina Hurricanes tonight as we record this. So they'll be, uh, where's that game? Yeah, so they'll be flying from Boston to Ottawa. We got a border crossing game, which is kind of interesting. Uh, With that being said, I'm still all over the Boston Bruins here, man. This team, I keep buying in even more. That sounds so stupid to say I'm buying into the Boston Bruins. Like, they're they're absolutely fucking unbelievable. Um, but this is a team that's coming on a five-game winning streak, looking to make that six tonight. Uh, Ottawa's people have been saying, oh, they're red hot. Oh, ever since you started shit-talking them, oh, they're getting better. Well, guess what? They're still the same old Sens, and they still stink, okay? They're a 12-11-1 fucking road record. You know, they're coming in on a two-game winning streak, which I guess is admirable for the Senators, apparently. Uh, but even with the Bruins, on the second night of a back-to-back, we'll probably see Linus Olmark in this game. I believe Swayman's playing tonight. Olmark's been a stud. Obviously, we saw what he can do last year. His numbers aren't as good as what they had last year, but they're still fine. Uh, the, the Bruins are just a better team, man. So anytime you're going to give me Boston minus 142 against a team like the Sens that's literally last in the Atlantic, I'm going to be all over that. Uh, division records well as well. Bruins are 11-3-2 on the year, so uh, they're going to be coming in looking for points. I wouldn't be surprised if they took four points on this back-to-back. Give me the Bruins over under in this game. Um, I'm going to be leaning towards the over a bit. Both teams can score goals. We've seen that. Um, we know that the defensive game Ottawa plays is absolutely terrible, and they're letting the biscuit in the basket a lot. So give me the over six and a half. Give me Boston on the money line. Yeah, the, the Sens have looked, you know, actually like a competent hockey team over the past, you know, three, four, five games here. They, they've won uh, two straight, three of their past four, four of their past six here. And in the most two recent games, they probably looked their best. And I realized it was because that was their uh, mom's trip. So uh, thankfully, that mom's trip was not in, not into Edmonton, but only into Philadelphia and Montreal <laughs> there. Uh, so yeah, they had a good effort in, in Philly. I, I, I was at the game. I, I was looking in the suite section, and I saw like a bunch of people in like white jerseys. I was like, oh, it must be just a group there. But I guess it was probably the moms. I should have headed down there to see what uh, see what, see what business I could have gotten into. Ow, but, ow. But, Mrs. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if this is them. Uh, I don't know. Is there is there an M player on on the Senators? I don't I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the Boston coming in winning five straight, put up nine against Montreal, put up four against Winnipeg, ending their streak there. It is a back to back here, but I still like them at minus one forty two. Uh, just a much better team. I'm interested to hear their division record when we uh, pass the talent here. But uh, yeah, I like the Bruins minus one forty two, and then a slight lean to the over, but probably a pass on the total. Give me the fucking sense. As Ryan said, they look oh, like a competent team. <laughs> it's not just because the moms are around. It's because uh, 
I, I think that they're they're finally turning things around. Uh, they're, they're looking better defensively. They're, they're, they're more structured. They were the much better team against the Jets. You know, losing effort. Uh, it's just Hellbuck just absolutely stoned the sense there. And the Bruins are going to be in a war against the Hurricanes tonight, and then they have to go across the border to Ottawa, facing off of a, a rejuvenated Sens team. Uh, plus 120 is getting a little bit, a little bit low, but still, uh, I'd rather take them. Uh, and if it is indeed Swayman tonight, I don't know if it's even confirmed it, yet. Or not. It's all marked tonight, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, okay. so they'll switch through oh. then. Okay. Given those noises, no, it's it's all marked. Yeah, I had to double check. All right. Well, I'm less confident for sure in my sense bet now because uh, Swayman has definitely been the better goaltender. But I'll still take him, whatever. Uh, but I'm definitely not taking the over with with uh, Swayman in that. So stay away from the total. Although the Boston, Bru- Boston Bruins team total under would be a, a sneaky good pick, I think, the way that the Sens are playing lately. I don't know. It's, it's very contrarian, but uh, that's the way I'm looking. Anyway, Sens money line or nothing. I don't think we're tied to any book now, so I can throw this out for the live people. Bruins are minus 120 on FanDuel currently. That'll definitely move. I mean, you can you can get essentially a free play here, minus 120 plus 120. So if you like Boston, take them on FanDuel if you have that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to quickly say, I meant to say this earlier. Uh, I had a sense fan reaching out to me the other day. You know, he was, he, I'm sure you can imagine he was very happy with what I had to that say. That guy on Twitter? That guy on Twitter? No, no, different guy. That guy's okay. a Leafs fan. Different guy. Oh, okay. um, no, this is a sense fan. He was saying, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This team's been so good the past five games. Okay, let's pull the Jets. You played the fucking Habs twice. You played the Flyers who were struggling, and you beat the piss out of San Jose, okay? Timmy Schnitzel over here. This guy was saying that Timmy Schnitzel's doing awesome. Uh, no, guess what? You know, he went three games, four games without a point. Then he put up four assists against San Jose, and he lit the lamp against Montreal and then the Flyers. So, uh, to me, that I told you I'm hungry. What are you bringing Schnitzel up for? It's it's the best nickname that we've ever made on this it show. Is true. Okay, I, I hate a good one. Is I that hate your this. own? Did you come up? Did, that's did my own. I, oh, I, I, yeah, yeah, of course it is. 100%. Did you come up with that, or did your autocorrect come up with that because you couldn't spell Steve? <laughs> was it BW's AI? <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm proud to announce that this time this was your boy. Okay, so you know there's a little bit of creative juices going on in here. Uh, all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in prison. Uh, no, game itself is actually in Detroit. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus 110. Detroit on the money line at minus 130. The over-unders is 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Mr. Gilbert, what do we got going on in this game, buddy? Yeah, Flyers have uh, not looked good recently. It's been a, been a tough schedule spot for them. You know, had a back-to-back against the Avs uh, and the Sens on the mom's trip. And then and the Lightning, you know, on the on there on, on Tuesday. But they, they've been at home going on the road here for one um it's been a tough go they've, they've allowed a lot of goals they, they've you know they've shown that they're gonna let other elite players beat them i mean kucherov had a hat trick mckinnon should have had a hat trick he passed that up mcdavid had five points in their game against him so they really struggle against team teams with that you know elite talent and i don't think detroit has that elite talent i mean even if patrick kane is healthy he's questionable he's still not what he once was also, like JT Comfort is questionable with an illness for Detroit, so that that's something that could be going through the locker room. So I feel like you know the Flyers are going to block out the noise around them. Tortorella is going to get his guys playing good hockey. Like I mean, they they played better than the Lightning at, at five on five on uh, on uh, Tuesday night, fourteen six and four on the road. Detroit's twelve eight and four at home, only only five hundred there. So I'll take the Flyers plus one ten here, um, slightly into the over, but more likely just a pass on that. 
Is it Alex Lyon in that for, for the Red Wings? It is. I would confirmed. He has been confirmed. Uh, still lean to the over, though. Uh, the, the, the Flyers aren't playing great defensively lately. Uh, they're giving up. Uh, well, they are, they're, they're great on the rush, but they're also not, not, not great defending the rush. And I think we could see uh, a north-south kind of hockey game here, back and forth. Uh, so over six and a half would be my look. And I agree with Ryan in terms of the Flyers' side. Just the better team here. I do think the Red Wings' fate. Um, still waiting for it to happen uh, in terms of results, but they're not playing excellent hockey. They're just getting uh, away with some good shooting percentage and some uh, unsustainable goaltending, I would say. So flyers in the over for me. Yeah. You look at this Red Wings team and it doesn't really scream defense. Um, you know, they got a, they got a bunch of guys, a bunch of mid, I guess, if you will, defensively, they've been a bit tough offensively. They've been lighting the lamp. Truth be told, maybe they shouldn't be. You know, the shooting percentage is third in the league, so that's kind of skewing these numbers a little bit here. But they are scoring goals. Um, one thing I want to say, like, sometimes when there's a bunch of noise going on the team, the best thing you can do is just be on the ice. And, you know, even just from my personal experience, when shit's going down, there's nothing better than just being on the ice and forgetting everything. And I think that's what this Philly team needs. Um, you know, it's got to suck in the locker room with everything going on, right? So I think they're going to come out. I think Torch is going to have this team motivated here. Uh, I'm waiting to see Detroit fall off a bit. Truth be told, I'm kind of waiting to see both these teams fall off, but I'm not going to say that because I know we got some people heavily invested in Philadelphia on this show, so let's go Flyers. I, I'm um, also heavily invested in the same eight teams from last year making it, so I'll, as long as that, as long as the Penguins don't make it, the Isles make it back, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be good. All right, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take Philly on this game on the road here, man. Uh, great road record this year, 14-6-4. Torts has these boys showing up. Yes, they're on a three-game skid right now. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't get behind the Alex Lyon revenge game. You know, obviously he was a flyer. I can't get behind that. He has okay numbers this year, 2.67 goals against average, 0.919 save percentage. Uh, I'm going to take the flyers. And my biggest play on this is going to be the over 6.5 at minus 120. We saw this game about a month ago. I think it was like a 7-6 final or something crazy like that. So what do you guys like to do with your little ladder? Maybe you can ladder it to 7.5. Who knows? Your little ladder. Your little ladder that she got going on. Maybe you can do that. But the 6.5 at minus 120, I think, is, uh, is a pretty good look as well. Uh, okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Arizona State University Coyotes against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay here. Arizona on the money line at plus 170. Lightning on the money line at minus 205. The over-unders at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. You know what, Ryan? I'm going to go back to you again. Double down on this one. What do we got? Hi, I think this is a, this is a back-to-back for the Coyotes. I forget exactly who they're playing tonight. I guess it might be Florida because they're they're down there. Or, or, yeah, they're playing or, Florida. Playing Florida down there. It is uh, it is Vatch Milk. So it's gonna be Ingram tomorrow night. But the Oats just are not the same team on the road. Eight, ten, and three on the road. Uh, Arizona's only 59, 15 and nine at home. So they've been much better at home. And Tampa Bay is much like uh, Arizona, much better at home. Fifteen, five, and three. They're playing a lot better recently. Won two of the three on the road trip. After uh, they won five straight, they've won six of their past seven. It seems like they're finally, you know, turning it on here a little bit. Vasilevsky has allowed three goals or fewer in at least four straight starts here. So I don't see Arizona putting up too much of a fight against Tampa Bay, especially on a back-to-back. So uh, I I like Tampa Bay in regulation here. I think that's around minus 145. I would also lean to the under because it is going to be Ingram against Vasilevsky. But I think, you know, Tampa Bay might be able to open it up a bit. Kucherov is is on fire right now. So slightly into the under, but a stronger play on lightning regulation. Yeah, I'm not sure if the lightning are playing great, but they're definitely getting some 
good results. Uh, losing Trinic was a big deal. Already missing Sergachev. Their defense is very thin. Uh, Hedman is playing much better lately. Um, but Kutrov, like another hat trick the other night. Um, one was an empty netter, but uh, we don't we don't we don't talk about empty netters around here anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Lightning are uh, the better team. The Coyotes playing tonight, of course, in uh, Sunrise. So, but we'll get uh, Ingram in net. But uh, I'm afraid of that guy. But I'll, I'll still back the Lightning at home, even after a long road trip, longer road trip. Uh, to get the job done, they, we we know that they are um, hungry for the playoffs. Of course, I do think that they play the best hockey in the second half of the season. Team with this kind of experience and this kind of desire to uh, you know to back up their their pedigree and they have pride, so they they want to make the playoffs. They want to get back to the cup. So yeah, they're going to be going balls to the wall to to make the playoffs. And uh, yeah, even even until the All Star break, I don't think that they're going to be thinking about vacations or whatever they're, they're going to think about points and points here against the coyotes are uh going to happen because give me the lightning uh yeah in, in regulation regulation win and total with 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 fucking connor ingram and you got to go with the under uh the guy's insane and Vasilevsky. that that's that's a goalie game i guess whoop whoop he's got the oh yeah and whoop whoop that's hell right. yeah, <laughs> yeah lightning 4-1 win I I just want to sorry. I just want to you know that Kucherov empty net goal was with 11 seconds left. It was the second empty net goal of the game. Of course, I bet Flyers plus two and a half live, and they lost by three. That that, that's my complaint. That's kicking the pills. Um, yeah. Uh, this to me, Jolie talked about or sorry, Tampa rather. I said Atlanta. Oh my god, Tampa back into the playoff race here, looking to kind of secure a spot. Hopefully, get into the top three of the East or sorry, the Atlantic rather. Hopefully, they don't. But um, I'm going to take a different point of view with this. I'm going to take. You could say the same thing, argue uh, arguably about uh, about the Coyotes here, man. They're scratching and clawing literally to get into a playoff spot out in the West. There, uh, they're currently outside of the playoff picture by do to do to do two points against the Preds. Now they do have two games in hand on Nashville, but that's where points come into play here. And this is a tough skid for this team. You know, they play Florida and then they play Tampa. You can't afford to just get zero points in those two games, man. Um, obviously we're seeing Ingram in during this game versus Tampa. I think it's safe to say that Florida is the better team than Tampa. So that's why they're playing Ingram. If they, you ask me here, they're mailing in this game tonight against Florida and they're just trying to get at least one in this game against Tampa here, man. And obviously it's the NHL. You don't mail anything in, but they know what they're doing when it comes to fucking bash milk and Ingram and when you're starting them. So I'm going to say. Arizona plus one and a half at minus 142 is a play I really love here. Also the draw, because I think if it comes down to it and this team is pushing for a tie and it's like 2-1 in the third, or even if it's 1-1, they're going to be doing everything to shut down just to get that one single point. Obviously, you can say that's a loser's mindset here, but at the point that they're currently standing in, just to walk away with at least one out of the four points against these two teams for this Arizona team, uh, would have to be viewed as a non-total failure. So I'm going to be taking the Coyotes on the uh, on the reverse cowgirl. I'll be taking the tie as well. And the under six, like Jolie said, we got two fantastic goalies coming out of here. One thing I do like about Tampa, I do think that they will end up winning this game. So maybe look for them in like a live spot uh, if they go down or if it's an over, heading into overtime. Uh, that Tampa power play is absolutely elite, first in the league, firing at a 30% chance, and Arizona takes the third most penalties in the entire league so a couple of things to throw out there with that being said i'm going with my boy ingram in the under and then yotes 
Uh, okay, moving to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We have the New York Islanders against the Montreal Canadiens. The game itself is in La Montreal, La Habitat, the Belle Centre, Blue Blanc et Rouge, baby. New York Islanders sitting at minus 155. The Canadians on the money line at plus 130. Over-unders at six. Over sitting at minus 125. The under plus 105 here. Boys, did you talk about my boy Patty Wall at all? We did. Oh, I sure I, I, did. I, I, I did say. Oh, yeah. I did say we were waiting for Talon for the full discussion. So please. I just want to say I'm a Patrick Waugh fan. Uh, I absolutely love this guy. This guy's an absolute legend. I'm sure Jolie feels a very similar way that I do. Um, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, he's going to butt heads with Lou Lamorello." Butt heads with Lou Lamorello. I think there is a very highly mutual respect there uh, between the two, and I think. In the short term, this is the perfect hire for the New York Islanders. You know, this is an older Islanders team. If you look at them, they're probably one of the oldest teams in the league, man. Like, uh, yeah, on age, they're averaging to be 28.8 years old, which is in the NHL today, that's old. These players can respond to this kind of this kind of coaching method, right? Now, if you have Patrick Waugh as your coach for four years or so, the message might be able to get a little bit old, but as a team that's battling and grinding for a playoff spot, I think this is just a genius hire here. I think he's going to get the boys motivated. How do you have this guy screaming at you and just know what big of a, or how big of a competitor he was and how much success he had in the league and not take it to heart? So um, I think this is awesome for the Islanders. I don't know what you guys said about it, but. I, yeah, I totally agree with all that. Uh, yeah, I went on about a few different things, but yeah, uh, Patrick Waugh in my childhood was 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 my hero. I wanted to be a goalie, even though I was like the the, the midget in the class, it was a tiny <laughs> tiny kid was never going to be a goalie, uh, even though I only played soccer anyway. Um, but yeah, it, this guy is a legend. I never recognized. I hated the fucking Devils. I hated the fucking Sabers because everyone said, "Oh, Dominic Kasich, oh, Mark Tempo, do her. Yeah, no, fuck Patrick Waugh is the best, and you know what? He had the most cups. So fuck y'all. Most consmites in uh, <laughs> any players. Three three consmites. Uh, so yeah, there, there's no debate. Um, yeah, yeah. So Patrick Waugh for sure is is the right pick for the Owls here. A team that are uh, you know kind of built to win now because they. Have, they don't have many prospects coming up. They're 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 totally uh, dependent on what they have on their roster right now. And uh, yeah, the next couple of years will be definitive for them and for Lou Lamorello. I don't think that he's going to be around forever. Uh, although he might have another uh, something to say about that. <laughs> um, Eighty-one years old, bro. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. Patrick Waugh, Lou Lamorello, man. Like I, I, I told Ryan, like I'm all the way back in on the aisles. Call them my aisles again. <laughs> Fucking right, Lou Lamorello, Patrick Waugh. Dream team, let's go, Isles. Uh, I'll just I'll just give my picks for this game. The minus one five is getting a bit up there. But the Canadians aren't playing great hockey right now. But uh, the Isles, you know, they, they they won the game against the Stars. But Patrick Waugh, he, he he saw the problems with the team and he addressed them. And like they had so many shots against and bailed out by Sorokin once again. And then the next game, we played the Knights on a back to back. To be fair, but the Knights were like shut down, like totally. It was just some some weak goaltending from Sorokin and some excellent goaltending by Aiden Hill. The only reason why the, the Knights won that game and stayed under, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I like what I saw from the Owls in that one a lot, and I think that that continues persists into this one. I really like the Owls to win this game, even at a, a steeper price, minus 155. And... Yeah, like Patrick Waugh in Montreal. You don't think that he's going to oh. be going? He might even jump on the ice at some point. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is his moment. I think the rest of the team will be rallying around him. Uh, absolutely love the Isles here. For the total, I think it's 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 above fair. I don't know what to do. Whether the Canadians team total under would be my look, but I know Ryan's got something to say about that. 
Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I do like the Canadians to, to go. The team total under, under two and a half at plus odds. Uh, like like Joel said, the Islanders only allowed 27 shots to the Golden Knights. Uh, three goals, one power play goal. Allowed two goals to Dallas before that in, in, the, in the first game with Patrick Roy. I love I love the signing because the Islanders are a team that they'll get a dead coach bounce and then they'll and then they'll you know ride that to hopefully a playoff berth for my for my uh, same eight teams to make the playoffs. So at least keep them alive for a little bit so I can hedge that out if if I would like to. Um, and yeah, Montreal's not playing well right now. Three straight losses by four, five, and three goals. I've seen people on Twitter call for. Marty St. Louis head, which is crazy based on, <laughs> based on how Montreal, how Montreal is. And, and yeah, Montreal, you know, has a, has a few injuries now. Uh, uh, Devor- uh, yeah, out. The, he, they've been out, but yeah, Montreal's not a good team. They, they've been playing over their head at, at around 500 and the Islanders are, are a desperate team to make the playoffs here. So love the Isles at minus 155 and yeah, the under six or just the Montreal team total under. I wouldn't even call it like a dead coach bounce. They call it like a murdered coach bounce. Like Lou Lamorello is just like, okay, giving this guy some cement shoes. I don't like what I'm seeing. I'm bringing in my boy Patty Wall with some gabagool. Um, but yeah, I, I love the Islanders in this game, man. Minus 155. You touched on it. Montreal has been on a bit of a skid here. That's crazy. People call him for St. Louis head. What are you even doing here? Um, uh, it's Twitter for you, man. You can find yeah, that opinion on, the, you're right. world, like on Twitter. If Joel wouldn't know. Joel's Joe not on Twitter. If anything, it's more of a glorified tank job we're seeing in Montreal. Like they don't, they're, they're trying. They're putting the effort in. They're not winning games, which is exactly what you want to see. Um, That's no, no. That to, to your point, like this is exactly what you want to see. Yes, like building, yeah. winning culture, winning games, but still having draft picks. Canadians uh, are slowly growing up the ranks, and they have, they have a lot of prospects coming up. And uh, yeah, Martin Saint Louis is, is is the the heart of Montreal right now. Fuck the the the, the random Twitterites who probably don't even live near the city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not to go too flyer centric here, but like on on Tuesday against Tampa Bay, they came back, almost tied the game after being down three nothing, outplayed them. It's like that that that's a perfect game. You you, you outplay them, it's competitive. And you, as and a Bears fan, right I am well aware of how to tank. <laughs> <laughs> but you're looking at the team that had the best glorified tank in the history of the NHL, with the yeah, least yeah. Game So we we understand. Yeah. Uh, we, we can respect a good tank job on this show, goddammit. Just make it respectable. Um, yeah, I love the Islanders. This is minus 155. Another point I really want to bring up, we have Semyon Varlamov confirmed for this game here. If there's anybody on this team that is probably fired up about the Patrick Waugh coaching hire, it is this boy, Semyon Varlamov. Obviously, uh, they, they were together united in Colorado, I believe, for two seasons or so. Uh, I imagine that they, they see the game eye-to-eye from a goalie point of view as well as an off-ice point of view. They both gone into some of the, the same stuff going on <laughs> off the ice here but i imagine that these two uh are, are very happy to be in the same room as each other here and i think that's going to fire up Varlamov. we know this got to be a competitor he's a gamer he's got those fire eyes just like patty Waugh did so he's going to go and want to go out there and absolutely post a show for his new coach uh so i think that's going to factor into everything too as well as the habs kind of suck and the team's going to want to win this for patty you know like this is if, if this guy's your head coach and you're going into the Bell Center in Montreal, you're if you're not going balls to the wall for him, then you shouldn't be on the team. It's as simple as that. So I love, love, love the Islanders in this game. Uh, I'm going to lean towards the under here, the under six. Neither team is really barn burners when it comes to scoring goals. You know, goaltending hasn't been that great either way. Uh, but I, I just think we're just going to see a hard-hitting, maybe even physical game here between the two. Uh, so give me the under six plus 105. Give me the Islanders minus 155. Fuck it. Give me a Varlamov shutout as well. Let's get real nasty with this one. One final note. I mentioned on the last show, Varlamov actually uh, 
was asked about about Patrick Watt because they coached together. He gave like a strong, strong resume, like uh, a yeah. reference for for uh, for hiring him. So yeah, they definitely have a connection. Like Patrick Watt and Sorokin, like that. That's just a goalie goalie dream. Nasty, team. nasty. Throw Varley in the mix on the back end oh, there. Yeah. I love this. I hate the Islanders because their fans are losers, but I that's love this bars. team. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, moving on to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. We have the New Jersey Devils against the Carolina Hurricanes here. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, New Jersey in the money line at plus 130. Hurricanes in the money line at minus 155. The over-under is a 6.5. Over-sit at minus 115. The under, minus 105. Jolie, what's going to go on in this game? We got two red teams going on. Does that does that mean anything? Uh, you're the you're the talonitical person here. I, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, it could be blood, a lot of lot of fights, power there plays. There you maybe? go, Mike, Michael Bunting. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, Hurricanes playing tonight. Big game at Boston. Devils coming to town the next day. Uh, yeah, Devils plus one thirty. I think it's, it's a decent price. Although Devils are obviously banged up. Um, so many injuries across the board. Still without Jack Hughes and the rest and the rest, the rest and on and on. But they're getting a lot of production from the some of the younger guys. Simone Nimich has really stepped up for the defense. Uh, Luke Hughes has been quiet lately, but but still a productive player in terms of um, you know passing the puck, getting getting those zone entries, which are key. And uh, yeah, Devils are uh, they're live. Like Tyler Toffoli, Patrick in the last game against the Knights. Uh, they're a feisty team. Bet them to make, miss the playoffs lately, but I still think that they they can take advantage of the Hurricanes team going toe to toe with the Boston team, which, which could easily go the distance tonight. And yeah, Devils could take advantage of that mop up the remains like like vultures on a carcass. Uh, yeah, give me the Devils to uh, yeah to drag them down to hell and eat them up. Plus one thirty. <laughs> Um and the total, yeah, I loved over six and a half. Uh, I, I know one of us, one of us locked that up. Uh, I love the over. Both goalies not very good. Both defenses, uh, Hurricanes defenses is still good. It was it's not as elite as it was in the years past, but still exploitable. These this this year and the Devils offense is 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 still firing even without Jack Hughes. So give me the over six and a half. Devils defense is pretty miserable and it's totally offensively based. So. Yeah, I like the over six and a half. I like the Devils to uh, come away with the win. Yeah, I agree with all that. I don't quite understand this line moving. You know, getting getting higher for the Devils. I think they're open around plus one twenty. They're now up to, to plus one thirty or, or higher in other places, as high as plus one thirty eight. I think they're. This it's, is a it, it, well, one word on that. It's just the, the like the, the injury stuff. Like, oh, oh wow, this guy's injured. We'll open this 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 line at this price, and then then people are like. No, this, this guy's injured, so we'll bet him up, and then it gets inflated. So with, with a team that's this banged up, it'll get bet up too far. You know what I mean? So that that's that's what t- tends to happen with with these these teams that are uh, severely injured. They like it's good to get on them against them like early on, but later on you, you wait for the inflated line, then you take them. You'll take up the band, banged up team. Um, so yeah. That's a good point there. Pop up a uh, professor uh, lesson. I like that. But but yeah, the, the, the big thing for me, though, is, is Carolina is at least for tonight's game and Wednesday. So we're not sure if he's going to play Thursday. Sveshnikov is out for Wednesday, who's been a big part of their offense. Obviously, the Devils still have their main injuries. Looks like Palat could be back on Thursday, probable. But the big thing is Carolina's on a back-to-back. Carolina doesn't even have one goalie I trust. And maybe the line's moving because Martin is projected to start tonight. So it's going to be Franta, who is quote-unquote better to, to start here against the Devils, but Devils coming off a, a big win against the Golden Knights, 6-5 in overtime. They have not, they're not one of these teams. It's better on the road than, than at home. So 
Love the Devils here as underdogs plus 130. And then also do like the over six and a half at minus 115. Quick little interjection here before I get into this. I got to say, Matthew Nyes just rolled into the rink wearing a dope fucking turtleneck. This kid is scoring a goal tonight. Holy shit. He looks sick. Um, All right. Let's get into this game here. Devils, Carolina. I don't know. I feel like Tony Romo. I don't know, Jimmy. Uh, Yeah, Carolina, the first time of back-to-back. They got their hands full with the Bruins in this game. Uh, Who's playing tonight? Is it Martin? Spencer Martin. So we're going to see anti-Ranta tomorrow. Ooh, that's scary. I got to go with the Devils at plus 130 here, man. Carolina, they've been uh, they've been pretty solid at home this year. 13-5-4 record. Devils have been no slouch on the road, though. 14-7-1 here with Carolina on the second night of a back-to-back. Is there travel? Is this game tonight in Carolina? In no, it's in Boston. So I don't know how far away those two are. Maybe they're far. Maybe they're not. Either way. It's pretty far. Is they're it pretty far? far, yeah. yeah. Or East okay. Coast, yeah. Yeah. Love the Devils even more. Then let's keep this shit going. I absolutely think that's fantastic. Uh, so yeah, give me give me New Jersey on the money line at plus one thirty here. Uh, one thing worth noting as well: both teams have been pretty solid when it comes to division records. Uh, so maybe that doesn't factor in as much as it normally would. Uh, and as far as over under in this game, I love the over. Jesus Christ, N- Nico Dawes against Anti Ranta. We should just start the game with four goals on the board and just go for and save us the time. Like, uh, so give me the over six minus one fifteen here. Give me the Devils plus one thirty dogs, baby. Um, all right, we are brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's U.S. based and available in forty states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of other fun social features that give the feel of a betting social network, like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Cut offers lower, vague, and fully customizable odds. You can create your own bets. Cut also handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. You also get cash back every time you bet against anybody. Uh, so make sure you check out Cut. It is their, the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. And use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expect, expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And finally, the SGPN merch store, 15% off everything in the store now until the end of the month. You got a week. We got a week left here in January using promo code PLAYOFFS. We're competing against other shows for a bonus. So make sure you check out the uh, new Hockey Given Podcast hats, shirts, and everything in the store using promo code PLAYOFFS. Some of those buckets look pretty nice, man. Take a look at them. Um, all right, moving to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We have the Anaheim Docks against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas here. Uh, Anaheim on the money line at plus 260. Stars on the money line at minus 325. Dallas on the puck line at minus one and a half, paying off minus 122. Over-unders at six and a half, both over-under, paying off minus 110 here. 
that little duck? What was that duck that we found on social media? That's the like victory fishing? duck. The victory <laughs> duck. That little thing got me so fired up when I saw him. He looks so happy with a smile too. I'm kind of here for the victory duck, boys. Do I do it? Do I do it? I'm fucking doing it. You're the ducks in this game. Plus 260. We're quacking. Quack, 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 quack. Victory ducks all day around. I'm so in on that. That fired me up so much. This team has been shit on the road, 9-13-0, but they've been shit at home too, but they've been shittier at home than they have been on the road. So maybe that helps your cause here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dallas should win this game, but let's face it, you know, after that stinker we saw Dallas lay against Philadelphia, I'm still a little torn to get behind them. Muir Heskinen is uh, skating with the team. He's been day-to-day for a while now and out for a little bit of the lower body injury. So I don't think we're going to see him play this game here. But shit, I'll take the Ducks. Who we got? Gibson in that? Maybe. If it's Dostal, love it even more. Um, so yeah, plus 260. Let's go. Let's get quacking. I'm going off pure Duck faith here. So uh, do not follow me unless you're, you're willing to lose some money. But let's go. I'll be having fun. Uh, that should be my, my mindset in this entire show. Just don't follow me unless you're willing to lose some money. Um, and then for my over, under, over six and a half, under six and a half. Fuck, man. I don't know. Like, I guess maybe. You know what? I'm going to go with the under because if the Ducks are going to win this game, it's going to be an under game. It's going to be goaltending standing on their fucking head. And it's going to be like a 3-1 victory or something greasy like that. So give me the under and give me the Ducks, baby. Yeah, I got I got the uh, stars earlier at minus 275 as a parlay piece. But up, up here, the Ducks are plus 260 or better. You know, it may not be too too bad of a bet there. It might have some value. Throw what kind of sense does that make? You bet them minus two seventy five, but you want a plus two sixty now. As a parlay piece, I, 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 it's a parlay reverse piece. reverse arb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I look at it, stars coming home from a from a four game road trip, that they, they, they've been zigzagging in, in their past uh, five games, win loss, win loss, win. So they're they're due for a loss here. Only had one day off at home before getting back at it here on Thursday. Ducks are going on the road, you know. They, they win the, these random games for some reason. And the Stars, yep, they weren't impressive in Philadelphia. Maybe that's, you know, impacting my opinion here. I could see Haskinen back for this one. He has been skating. I think he did join them on the road trip, so it wouldn't surprise me if he's back. There's been a lot of these players that the night before we talk about, they're out, and then suddenly they're back, just like, like Kyle Connor, some other players like that. So, you know, I'm not going to lay minus 300 or more on the Stars here, but, you know, Ducks could be worth a sprinkle at plus 260. And... Yeah, I agree with Talon. Probably no play on the total, but maybe a lean to the under. Sorry, uh, sorry, Jolie. I'm just going to jump in here. The Stars got to be playing Wedgwood in this game. No, you don't waste Ottinger against the Ducks, so that might help. Who knows, though? It hasn't been confirmed, but that's just my thought. Well, Ottinger has been sick lately. Like, after getting injured and coming back healthy, now he's like, sick. Like, like sick or ill? Ill. He's been ill. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Beastie boys. So I'm sure he's healthy by now. I don't. I don't know. Are they having a back to back? Like uh, no, 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 no. So it, unless he's still sick, ill, vomiting, he'll be uh, okay for this game. But still, I don't give a fuck. Uh, give me the Ducks. They don't have Trevor Zegers anymore. That cancer in the locker room. Ducks are gonna win this game. <laughs> Plus two fifty. That that's a good price. Yes. Stars coming off a long road trip where they didn't really impress. Like all their like they won a couple games. Whatever against the the, the Red Wings. They also. Uh, they beat the the Flyers and they lost to the uh, uh, I don't know they 
lost to some some, some teams too. But yeah, give me the Ducks here coming into town. First game of a road trip. Uh, they get the job done without that bitch Trevor Zegers. Uh, Mason McTavish is the real captain of this team, and uh, not 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 some Instagram hero. So uh, yeah, love the Ducks, and for the total. Uh, how sick is Ottinger still? Um, if he's still sick and ill and vomiting, I like the over six and a half. If not, then I think maybe the stars can can be competitive. But no, stars overs have been very good to me. So we're gonna go with the over six and a half. Uh, it's kind of like a yeah, that's a real hedge. That's a real hedge because if the stars win, I do think it goes over. Uh, but plus two fifty been my favorite bet for this one, and uh, the plus one and a half. Like, uh, spoiler alert, that's that's my dog <laughs> plus one and a half. <laughs> so I'm not so confident in the ducks to do the, the plus two fifty, but uh, yeah, plus one and a half, plus two fifty. That, that, that's I, your like, dog. You had you had a different dog in there. Oh, I, did I switch it again? Oh, I did switch it. Okay, it was my dog. No, I, I, did, I did switch it. Okay, no spoiler alert. This is a secondary choice. So, so yeah. But still, I stand by it. Ducks, ducks win this game. Ducks at least cover this game. Let's go, quack, quack, victory, duck, victory, ducks, baby. You and I are going to be some happy ducklings if this team wins this game. Oh yeah. Until Ziggerstrom comes back, I'm back on the ducks. <laughs> Discord will be absolutely electric tomorrow night during this game if it's close. So, um, all right, heading out of the 8 p.m. time slot again. We got the Nashville Predators against the Minnesota Wild here. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, National on the money line at plus 100. Wild on the money line at minus 120. Over-unders at six. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Joel, we're going to go back to you on this game between the Preds and your second favorite team, the Minnesota Wild. Uh, what do we got going on here in the Central Division? Yeah, unfortunately, the Wild are looking like a real team again. They're getting healthy. They're playing well. Whatever. They beat the shitty Capitals last night. Who cares? Uh, Predators eh, lost a couple games in a row, but I still think they're the much better team. They've been fine on the road. Um, they're healthy too, healthier than the wild are still. Um, Jason Spurgeon out for the year, of course, with like double surgery. Uh, uh dick back, yes, he has two broken dicks, two broken dicks. <laughs> <back. laughs> he's like a shark, yeah, he's not even a shark. So he's, he's taking uh dicks out of um, he's, he's loans, he's, he's loaning dicks to, to the, the all dick loan surgeries. department, yeah. <laughs> only in Minnesota, <laughs> so yeah, well. Wild are okay, whatever. Um, but the Predators are better. Uh, giving them better team, even money. I don't think that the Wild uh, are, are are that special. Um, you know, Gustafsson has been been better, a lot better since the coaching change. But still, Predators are uh, you know they're, they're finding things, and I think that they're the likeliest team to make the eighth seed out of the uh, teams competing for it. So that's where I'm going. That's where I'm putting my money. Give me the Predators. Kind of like the under, though. I like Predators over for a lot of the year, but uh, in this case with the Wild, uh, I think it's it's more of a you know, divisional game, a closer contest, like a 3-2 Preds win kind of thing. So, yeah, strong play on the Preds, slightly into the under. Yeah, one more thing for the Ducks there. The Ducks and Stars have the uh, same expected goals 4% in the past 10 games at 48.5. So the Ducks, Ducks are you know playing better than, than you might think there, but... Yeah, for this one, and the stars are playing worse than you thought. Do you didn't you say that out last show that you bet them for division? Well, now the Ottinger's back and, and Haskinen is back, and combined with Nushkinen being out, and you know I Nushkinen. have the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I, have Jets I have the Jets at plus four fifty. I don't think the Abs are, are going to win it. So well, like, who, who did Talon pronounce? Uh, what was the early pronunciation? At least that was <laughs> bless you bless you 
<laughs> oh my word! Uh, uh, yeah, uh, for this 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 Preds Preds Jets, wild Jets game. or Avalanche winning the division. Just just cut off the stars. Their stars aren't winning. Right. That that's that's my strong stance. I'll, I'll, I'll take Jets then. Um, all right, yeah. This this game Wilder getting results recently. Not necessarily playing too well. Been outshot in each of their past three games. They they won all three, scoring five five and six. Uh, Kaprizov being back has definitely helped them. I think Johansson had two goals last game against Washington, but that's Washington without Lindgren in net. Nashville coming off back-to-back losses, lost three of the past four. Uh, they're fine on the road, 12-9-1, better on the road than at home, like like many of these teams we talked about. So I would probably lean that way, uh, plus 100 here. Uh, for a total, probably lean to the under six here at minus 110. Uh, Preds have gone under in five straight. Also saw that they're apparently shopping UC Soros. I don't know if they believe what? in uh, in Askarov a lot or or what's going on or if that was just you know, a bunch of hot air. But Preds plus 100 and a lean to the under. I listened to an interview with Barry Trotz. He was saying it all depends on how the guys do down the stretch. If they're playing well, they're in, in the playoffs, they're going to reward them. If they, they fall out of the playoff race, then they'll start selling. But uh, Soros is a bit of a stretch. I don't know if that happens. Um, yeah, but I like Barry Trotz for like the – if if he's honest about it, like if he's not just like fooling everyone, yeah. but uh, I, I really enjoyed that interview, like how how honest he was. Like most GMs would be like, uh, "We'll see." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, he was like, "If they're playing well, we'll reward them. If if they're falling out of the playoff race, no, we'll be sellers." Yeah, I mean, they used the first round pick on Askarov what, like a few years ago, and he's been he's been good. In, been light in his, the AHL, yeah, up, he's man. been great in the AHL, good in his two. Well, there's plenty of time there. to deal Saros, right? Like he's got another. He's got I, one more year. I, one more year at five million. Yeah. I agree too. Like with a with a trade of that magnitude with UC Saros, unless someone's willing to like give you the fucking moon at the trade deadline to solidify the goaltending for this guy, that's an off season deal, man. That's a big piece still with one year term left on his contract. And especially with goalies too, like with the trade deadline, it's hard to uh, 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 accustom yourself to a new system and all that. Yeah. So uh, trade like goalies at the trade deadline seldom work. Yeah, and it had to be, I don't know what his contract is, but it probably had to be a money in, money out situation because the team looking for him would definitely be a contender. So, yeah, you know, that's, well, we'll see how that plays out. That's interesting, though, to keep on the radar for at least going forward through the offseason. Um, all right, for myself here, I fucking love the Predators in this game, man. Team of plus 100 on the money line. Uh, both teams have been kind of mid in their past 10 games. I believe the Preds are 5-5, five and five. Uh, Minnesota's 5-4-1. and one. I feel like this line's a little skewed because like Minnesota is on a three-game winning streak. Yes, Philip Gustafson has been good in his past couple of games. Uh, but I, I firmly believe that Nashville is the better team. I think Nashville has the better culture as well. There's something to be said for that. I think the, we, we brought that up when we did our season preview about the spreads is that you know uh, the word around the dressing room is that these guys are just having a blast and loving each other. And when you get to the middle of the point of the season, which is where we are now, the NHL season's a grind, man, 82 games. Sometimes that little piece can be what puts you over the hump before you get down to the nitty gritty, you know, playoff push and stuff like that. So uh, I love the Preds in here. Um, UC Saros is still a great goalie. You know, I know his numbers are a little, a little iffy. Nashville isn't necessarily the best defensive team in the league as well, uh, but offensively they're pretty running gun and buzzing baby. Um, I love the Preds. I like the Preds in regulation, to be honest with you. I think it's like plus 165. Five of their past five wins have all been in regulation. I see them beating the shit out of Minnesota in this game. Maybe that's stuff. Maybe not beating the shit, but I think they get the win. So if they're going to win, hell, why not do it in regulation? And as far as over-under in this game's going here, 
Um, two teams in the middle of the pack when it comes to goals for Minnesota is giving up a lot of goals. They have been horrible defensive. Their penalty kill is shit. It's second last in the league here. Uh, and they do take a hell of a lot of penalty minutes as well. So I don't know. I'm going to lean towards the under just because both goalies are decent. They can be good. We've seen Gustafson be well. We know what UC Saros brings to the table. Under six, boring game. What do I always say? Division games matter, baby. Preds are eight and five when it comes to division. The Wild are three and seven. So give me the Preds. Give me the Preds in regulation. Give me the under. Okay, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Red Hot Red hot, baby. It's an oil fire. We got the Edmonton Oilers here. Chicago on the money line sitting at plus 440. The Oilers on the money line are at minus 600. This might be the biggest like odds lineup that we've had in the history of the show. Maybe not. If it's not, it's definitely close. Obviously, the Oilers on a 14-game heater right now. Over-under is a 6.5. Overpaid off minus 115. The under, minus 105. Uh, Edmonton on the puck line of minus 2.5. Is paying off plus 110 for them to win by three goals or more. Um, shit, man. Holy fuck. Did the Chargers just sign Harbaugh? Oh, breaking news. What happened with Harbaugh? Oh, the shit. Chargers? Yeah, they did. Let's fucking go. Chargers win the Super Bowl next year. That is awesome. Breaking news from Adam Schefter as of 10 minutes ago. He's leaving Jim Harbaugh's leaving Michigan to accept the head coaching job of the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert's going to be big dick swinging all up and down the field, baby. Keenan Allen, fucking monster. Oh, I'm so fired up. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That, that, that's good news for you. Um, I don't think that they keep Kellen Moore, though. I, I think they, they, I they might know. have a new offensive coordinator there. Uh, I, at least I, that's what I would do, but uh, we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. But yeah, great hire, great hire. Hopefully the Chiefs finally lose the division. You know, ever since Andy <laughs> Reid has gone there, he's just bullied everyone else. Um, yeah, so good, good for the Chargers. <laughs> you're probably you're probably the, the, the biggest fan and you're like a thousand miles away from <laughs> couldn't be farther away <laughs> i'm gonna do the rest of the show like this but i want to put on my dicker jersey but i'm not gonna all right uh what, what are we doing here oilers blackhawks i'm sorry yeah Oilers gonna beat the shit out of this team give me edmonton like minus five and a half here uh and then over let's just keep this simple give me the over give me the oilers team total over give me chicago team total under yeah, Chicago's the worst team in the league. If not, you know, Sharks are down there as well, but Chicago's 420-1 on the road. Edmonton 14-6-1 at home. They've won, what, 13 straight now, maybe 14 straight after that Columbus. Didn't play great at Columbus. Columbus was out shooting them, had more expected goals through two periods. Edmonton came through in the end, won that one 4-1. They've allowed two goals or fewer in at least 10 straight, only have their last 10 games up here, so they've been Great there. Uh, their puck line minus one and a half is, is getting up there. But I have, have a uh, gimmicky Gilbert same game parlay. I haven't had one of those in a while here. Um, you can get the Oilers over two and a half and the Blue Blackhawks under two and a half for minus 140. Or Oilers over three and a half with the Blackhawks under two and a half for plus 110. I think that's a better look than taking them on the puck line. Uh, Stuart Skinner has been incredible. Um, they've been playing good, good defense in front of him as well. So like the Oilers to score at least three or four with the Blackhawks getting one or two. The the market still doesn't know how to read the, the Oilers right now. Under six and a half, minus 105 against a Blackhawks team that can't score anything. I, I watched the, a lot of the, the, the Blackhawks-Canucks game. And, 
oh, the Blackhawks man. offense was absolutely pitiful. Like uh, the only the only chances they had was on the power play in the th- third period. Canucks were absolutely uh, carefree. They didn't give it a shit. Like they, they scored two goals and they knew they were, they were going to win the game because they, they didn't do anything after that. But the, the Blackhawks still couldn't score. Um, so yeah, Blackhawks offense is absolutely terrible. Oilers defense is rising. Oilers goaltending is rising. Blackhawks goaltending is, is like the only good thing about the team right now. So under six and a half, minus 105. I absolutely love that. Um, and Blackhawks team total, if, if you want to get juicy, uh, under plus under one and a half goals for the Blackhawks, plus 160. Uh, that's that's my favorite player in this one. Um, Oilers should win this game, but uh, obviously the odds tell you that six dollars that's like 90 percent uh <laughs> probability. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's or it's gonna win this game. Just a matter of how by how much. I, it, but I'd rather be sweating the the under, like uh, the Blackhawks not scoring this one. I think it's a, the Oilers are are serious about like chasing down this this record because they're the three behind the, the 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 league record of seventeen straight wins. And I do think that keeps them motivated, so not gonna be sleeping around. They'll be like, oh, it's just the Blackhawks. We can get drunk the night before, or whatever. Not the McDavid would be doing that kind of thing, you know, the new age star and all that. But uh, still, the rest of the team, I think they'll be motivated. They're gonna be blocking them, uh, blocking shots, uh, just being very disciplined defensively. So, under Blackhawks team total under, I think are the best ways to play this game. <laughs> Dude, I'm so fired up right now. I'm sorry. The the Chargers social media, the Twitter team is the best follow in the world. You know how when like they they claim a new pope, that pope they have like the white smoke coming out of the yeah. chimneys. They just tweeted that with a little Chargers logo. <laughs> I'm sorry, that fucked me up. Um, also, my buddy messaging me saying, "Oh, they should draft JJ McCarthy now. Go fuck yourself. Herbert's gonna throw nine billion <laughs> yards to the air this year. Are you kidding me?" Um, Malik neighbors, baby. Yeah, well, he's a Wolverines fan, so you know where that comes from. Uh, all right, moving down. Final game of the docket, 9 p.m. time slot here. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 170. Flames on the money line at minus 205. Uh, Flames on the puck line, minus one and a half, paying off plus 120. The over-unders at six and a half. Over sitting at minus 110. The under, minus 110 as well. Uh, what are we looking here for this matchup? I don't know. Like the, the the Blues still stink. Every time I bet a Flames game, they lose. Like we saw it last night. I live bet them with like maybe two minutes left in the third period, and ended up blowing it. Didn't even make it to overtime. Welcome to the club, man. Yeah. That's been me for like two years. Yeah, for real, dude. Uh, this team is. I don't know what to think. Um, mid at home, five hundred record, eleven ten and one. Columbus sucks though, so I guess just don't. Every time I say don't galaxy brain this, I end up being wrong. But don't galaxy brain it. Give me the flames. Minus 205 is a shitload of juice to play. Maybe take them on regulation. I don't know. I hate this game. Over under here. Uh, teams aren't really great at scoring. Columbus is just so bad defensively, though. Fuck, man. Like, I don't. Give me the under, I guess. Six and a half. Who's in net here? Jacob Markstrom. Jakob. I guess. I guess give me the under and then maybe give me the flames. Maybe in regulation. Yeah, this Flames team is very hot and cold since uh, December 9th. They're 10, 9, and 2. They, they lost four, one, three, lost two, one, three, lost two, one, four. And now they've lost three in a row. And now they have uh, a Columbus team that sucks in Chicago up next. So they'll probably win two in a row. Um, heading into the All Star break, they probably should have got the win against St. Louis. I mean, 
talents that he bet on live. That was that was a good bet. That was, he was they were out playing them, but they lost. Um, so yeah, Calgary in the puck line here plus one twenty would be my play. Columbus not good on the road. Um, their last four losses were all four one, four one, seven four, five nothing. So they've been losing by margin at least three there. Maybe take Calgary on the uh, on the latter puck line there minus three and a half. Uh, they got to bounce back here. Uh, they got a chance to get four big points here heading into the All Star break, which they'll need. They're still somehow in the playoff race in the West because that eighth spot is going to be up for grabs till probably the last weekend of the season. So Columbus need or Calgary needs to win. Give me on the puck line plus one twenty. Yeah, uh, I, I like the flames some regulation here, but the, the Blue Jackets are a feisty team. You know, they they, they play hard. They, they do get to these uh, overtimes where they, they usually lose those. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's dangerous playing the friends of the regulation, but they are the, the, the superior team. Um, Blue Jackets, sure, they're getting some production from uh, Voronkov, who is, uh, I think he scored again the other night. He's, he's a, a sly look in the, in the Calder race. Uh, he's the only one really doing anything since Bedard went down, uh, other than Brock Faber playing 30 minutes a night <laughs> and, uh, you know, getting getting production that way. Uh, but, yeah, for this game, I have fucking nothing. I think the Flames win, but the odds tell you that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got nothing, man. I got nothing for this one. Flames are going to – they're going to – Connor Zary. Give me Connor Zary goal. That, that's my pick. He's, he's due. He's due. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah alright boys that wraps up the nine game slate here for tomorrow Thursday January 25th uh, Gilbert what we got going on for consensus plays oh, my man consensus plays here we got the uh, I got my Flyers Flyers plus 110 in Detroit also the over 6.5 at minus 110 in that game uh, Islanders minus 155 in Montreal it will be like a rouge uh, Devils plus 130 and the over 6.5 minus 115 in that one uh, we're all quacking a little bit here. Plus 260. Yeah. Uh, a big big play for you guys. More of a lean for me, but I, I included it there. And then the uh, Preds plus 100 at Minnesota. Victory Ducks. Quack. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move it down to our lock dogs and totals. Current series, Jolie's killing it, bumping his numbers up, especially after last show record of 41, 36, and 1, up 6.51 units. Uh, Ryan's in second, 31 and 47, record down 18.85 units. Myself, 33, 45, record down 19.09 units. I try to read, Ryan, I try to read our stats as fast yeah, as I, I can. So like, <laughs> we got a new runt. Gilbert, why don't you fire us off here, buddy? Yeah, uh, my lock here, Tampa Bay in regulation, minus 145. They've been, uh, you know, getting results recently. They're their top players. have been their top players, so I think they get that done. Coming back home here against the Coyotes, who are not good on the road. Uh, my dog are the Flyers, plus 110 at Detroit. We're all expecting the Red Wings to regress at some point. Flyers going to block out everything, go out and get a win there. And my total is the Habs, Canadians team total, under 2.5, uh, plus 105. Against the Islanders, whether it's uh, Rolarmoff, I think is uh, confirmed for this one, but he, he played with Wah in uh, Colorado. So uh, I like that here at plus 105. We have a lot of agreement in this show, which uh, shows up in our uh, LDTs here. So I'm going to the Predators money line plus 100. You'll hear that play later on against the Wild. Devils money line plus 130 against the uh, Hurricanes coming down from uh, a war against the Bruins tonight. And Blackhawks team total under one and a half plus one sixty. Uh, kind of just want to take the, you know what? I'm switching it on the fly. Oh, I'm, I'm backing out. I'm backing out of my my three dogs. Give me the 
Blackhawks Oilers under six and a half minus one hundred five. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, for myself, here for my lock, Islanders money line minus one fifty five against Montreal. Obviously, Patrick Wall coming back to the Bell Center is going to be sweet. There's going to be nobody. Nobody more invested in this game than the wives of Patrick Waugh and Semyon Varlamov. They will be up there in a suite somewhere just shaking together, praying for an Islanders win or else they're going to be in some trouble. Uh, for my dog, give me the Preds in regulation versus Minnesota, plus 165. Uh, like I said, Nashville's won five of their past wins have all been in regulation. I think they're the better team here and get it done against Minnesota. Uh, over, under for my total, New Jersey, Carolina, over six and a half, minus 115. We got uh, Nico Dawes and then Vitek Vanacek in between the pipes here for both teams. Uh, come on, bro. Like, my luck, this will be like a one nothing game. Both goalies will make like 40 saves or something. Stupid Not, like a that. Not a chance. Not a chance. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that goes over six and a half and minus 115. All right, boys. That wraps it up. Anything else you want to? Anything else you want to mad before we get moving and shaking here, or what's up? I, I want to ask Joel his thoughts on uh, Brock Faber in the Calder Trophy race now, down to four to one after a uh, what five game point streak, eight eight points in that span. If he is on that, or would recommend that for anybody? It's a little late now. He scored the other night, but um, no, I've honestly have little idea what to do with the Calder race at this moment. I'm just hoping. Yeah, somebody shows up. Like Connor Zary's got to get going. Luke Hughes, come on, man! You're, you're playing like top minutes on a top team, you, and you're you're on the power play. Like, get going, buddy. Um, no, I'm just really rooting for guys right now, rather than rather than betting guys. Uh, Brock Favors, it's too late now. Like when he was ten to one, that that's yeah, I'm good bet if you got that. But uh, at this point, I might just end up like like uh, testing the market, feeling out how people are thinking. Right before Bedard comes back, maybe this is all a chance he can win after missing so much time. And we'll see if if, if it is indeed like si- still six, seven weeks. Uh, it, it's pretty hard to, to win the Calder when you miss that much time. Even McDavid lost uh, when he did that same thing. But of course, Panarin just ran away with it because he was excellent that year. Um, so now it's just wait and see mode right now. Faber plus three fifty plus four hundred. Uh, it, it's 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 a little bit too short for me still, even though I think that he is the rightful number two at this point. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I was looking at it because I don't have any of him, but I I, I think I have enough of the field to, to cover that. When Joseph Wool comes back, you're all fucked. <laughs> right, Sam Harrison. Harrison is my new my new my new uh, my new five to one. Let's get it. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, all right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Uh, everybody go check out the SGPM website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. We got what do you got? You got something? World of sports. We didn't world talk about tennis. Baby. We didn't talk about yeah, I know tennis. we're gonna get into it now. I forgot to say it at the top. That was my bad. Uh, we got football, NFL. We got some great games going on this weekend. That's gonna be sweet for playoffs. Obviously, hockey's gonna be big tomorrow. Basketball, things are moving and shaking in the world of the NBA. Uh, baseball. I imagine nothing's happening, but who knows if something did happen, you wouldn't know either way because nobody gives fuck, baby. Uh, tennis, Jolie, what's up in the world of tennis? Oh, the, the Australian Open is kicking off these days. Uh, I lost both of my lot of the tickets that were still remaining in the quarterfinals. And Oscar, 510 to 1. And um, the Kalinskaya, oh, she's a beauty, 350 to 1. Unfortunately, she went out, but she lost to Shinchen uh, Zhang. Um, I, I, I'm having troubles uh, confirming how to pronounce her name. Uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting three different <laughs> interpretations of it, but I think it's Xinxian Zheng. I don't know. Anyway, you'll know yeah, her because she's the last Chinese girl in the semifinals. 
and she she's my last my last hope in in the woman uh but it's 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 looking like uh, Sabalenka's to lose she's been actually crushing everybody the Belarusian Amazon warrior uh, for the ladies side and we had a big upset with Alexander Zverev um the Russian German beating the the, the 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 presumed number two the presumptive number two in Carlos Alcaraz wild game there Alcaraz just looked like he was lost wasn't taking the match seriously I don't know um and Zverev just played like one of the best matches I've ever seen him play so uh, it, it, it's looking like Zverev and Medvedev in the semifinals and Djokovic center and the other half of the draw uh, that's gonna be a match like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do the show tomorrow depending on the match time of Djokovic center because I'm gonna be glued, glued into that we'll we'll see when it actually happens but uh, hopefully it's on later so we can actually uh, record a show. But uh, it's going to be dynamite. Djokovic, Sinner, uh, the the winner of that match I think is the is the uh, is the winner of the tournament. So that that's your de facto final. Djokovic, Sinner, uh, let's fucking go! Hell yeah, man! Um, quick little golf update. Farmers Insurance Open started today. Actually, uh, Patrick Cantlay's one stroke off the lead at seven under. You can currently live bet him at five plus five fifty. Uh, it's a pretty slim field. Uh, you can also get Xander Shoffley at plus seven twenty five or a uh, Colin Morikawa, who's three strokes off on day one at plus twelve hundred in a weaker field. So I think there's uh there's definitely some money to be made there when it comes to live betting golf. Weird. Is there any like super long 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 shot like uh, the last couple tournaments? <sighs> yeah. No. Well, you know what? Like just based off the odds, the tournament already started, which is kind of weird. It went off on a... today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. I... Yeah. 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 Right, so. yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's weird. Um, I mean, technically, I know Sahith Tagala had a midday. I think he shot even par. I can't even see his odds right now, for Christ's sakes. Uh, you can probably get him with some decent money wherever the fuck you can find him right now. He's way down the list. Holy shit. It's going to have to have Nicol- a good Nikolai Hogard. Hogard is good. Yeah. You can get Sahith Tagala plus 30,000 right now. This guy can easily go off tomorrow, make the cut, and then just whatever happens Saturday, Sunday, you never know. So. Keep that in mind. Thirty thousand, like three hundred one. Thirty, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. All He's right, gonna be hard go. pressed to make the cut, though. But <laughs> um, if we give out a plus thirty thousand winner, we're <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, like I said, go check the Check out Ryan's uh, fancy hockey articles that he's pumping out weekly. Those are absolutely sweet. Uh, check out the other shows as well. Uh, what else is going on? Check out the Discord, man. Shout out to the Discord. It's an absolute blast, bro. We've been having so much fun in there lately. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's posting lots of picks, too, making some money. It's going to be absolutely electric tonight with a couple games we got on. Oh, maybe we'll see some people quacking with us tomorrow. Get that victory duck back in there. Absolutely love it. Uh, and just have a good time, man. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. If you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account, social media assistant producer. We'll get you going, doing everything it needs to do to get you in the right place. Uh, or what you can do is... Just go back to the duck pond, baby, because it might be a little chilly. I think it's probably not frozen over, but you're going to see our boy, clean shaven, by the way. He'll be there, and he'll be throwing some bread in, and you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He just sit there, and he's just going to be going quack, 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 just quacking with the ducks. He's going to be having little duck conversations there, and when you can go over to him, if you're fluent in duck, you can be like, quack, 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 and he'll be like, quack, 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 and that'll be duck for how do we get in the Discord, and Jolie speaking duck telling you how to do it baby let's go he called zegris a star we threw him out injured him now we're gonna fucking toss the the dallas stars out too so uh, <laughs> let's, let's go let's go quack 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. We're listening to your podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple. So I have something to read here at the end of the show. Also, subscribe on YouTube. Shout out everyone in the chat. Doug Reed joined us. Catfish, One Sharp Shark. So shout out to all you guys. Mud. We, we I didn't know, Mud, I didn't Mud know was we there. had a guy named Mud. My name Mud. is Mud. Dun, 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 dun. Primus. Hell yeah. Mud's cool. shown up before. We've, uh, I don't know if we've had uh, any dirt. He brought up the Matt Aretia, uh yeah. point. Because he was falsely accused of uh, some. Oh some yeah, the punter, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. The, yeah. the, the punt god. Yeah, the punt the god. Make sure, make sure you subscribe on uh, YouTube. There, give us a like and some comments. Hell yeah! Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins ninety four. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me making a penne a la beer because I'm not fancy enough for uh, Talon's penne a la vodka. <laughs> <laughs> always got to have a bottle of Tito's on hand, baby. You never know. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.